So I've listened to literally thousands of students' podcasts now over the past couple years, and this is still my favorite opening line. Hi, I'm Anya, and today I'm going to tell you the story of an immaculate conception. It didn't happen in the Bible. It happened on my mom's lunch break, in a sterile room. What my mom likes to say about it is this. I f- a syringe, and then I had two kids. <laughs> We're always telling students to get their audiences hooked right away. And this story does it perfectly. This season on the Students Podcast, we're hearing from some of last year's finalists and winners about their stories and how they came about. Today, we have a very special episode. Basically, it's about how to win the NPR Student Podcast Challenge. And who better to talk about this than the winner of our first ever college contest, So without further ado, I'm Sequoia Carrillo, and this is Anya Steinberg. Hey, Sequoia. So Anya, you're our first ever guest host. And I'm so honored. We're so excited to have you. I know you're super busy right now because you're actually an NPR intern with Throughline. That's right. I've officially been inducted into the NPR cult. (laughs) (laughs) So you heard a bit from Anya's podcast at the top. Yep, me and my mom. (laughs) And we'll dive more into the tape later. But to start off, could you tell us a little bit about you and about your story? Yeah. So I graduated from Colorado College in May, and I was an environmental science and race and ethnic studies major. Belated congrats on graduating, by the way. Huge accomplishment. Thank you. Thank you. So as you heard, I didn't study journalism. I came to audio storytelling a little late, and it basically all started during the pandemic when the whole world got postponed and I was scrambling for a new summer job. I ended up making a podcast for this nonprofit, and I immediately fell in love with audio. That fall, I was in my senior year, I was just starting to panic about graduation, and I was hoping that audio was something I could make a career out of. And that's when I came across the Student Podcast Challenge. And pretty much instantly, I was like, this is the story I have to tell. When I first heard this podcast, I remember thinking, like, wow, this could just be on the radio as is. The piece was so polished and the story moved. I think that's really the magic of it. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm flattered. (laughs) (laughs) So let's hear a little more of the podcast. Donor 3046. He was a medical student at Stanford with good grades, or so I thought. And I swear to God, I thought we picked the doctor. Last year was the first time I tried finding my sperm dad in the cryobanks database. I typed 3046 into the search bar and immediately had to call my mom. And we picked the jazz musician. And then I remember when you guys said that to me, you and your brother, that we decided to go with the artist. It was like, well, you're an artist and you're Korean and he's Korean and he's an artist. That, that'd be cool. The cryobank gives limited information that you can access for free. Reading through his files, my mind was spinning. My brain couldn't keep up with my eyes. I was like, 165 pounds, medium tan skin, born in Seoul, Korea. (sighs) Plays trumpet. Outgoing. Dreams of directing a major motion picture. I was shook. I had this identity crisis. Like, who am I? This clip, and the podcast in general, is so beautifully humorous and emotional at the same time, which I think is like a good representation of you, just having spent some time with you by now. But how did you convey that in your podcast? How did you walk that line? 
Well, uh, first of all, I went to therapy. (laughs) 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 But seriously, it was about telling the story accurately to how my family and I experienced it. And I think my family and a lot of people deal with trauma and life's difficulties in that way by using humor to help them work through the hard parts. And I really wanted my piece to reflect that. So that was all about striking this balance of setting up tension or sadness and then kind of letting the listener breathe with something funny. And that's exactly how we worked through this as a family in real life. There was so much to cover in this podcast, the setup, the interviews, and then the final reveal, which we'll get to. So let's get down to it. How did you make this winning podcast? I started by journaling a lot, a lot. I wrote down how I felt about the whole thing, pages and pages and pages. And some of those bits that I scribbled down actually ended up being the backbone of the script later on. And then I interviewed my mom and my brother. I wrote a ton of questions, but in the interview, I didn't want to just be reading off a piece of paper. I wanted them to feel comfortable and like they were speaking to me, not just any journalist. So I went roughly off the questions and kind of let the conversation flow in whatever direction they took it. Interviewing family is so hard. I I feel like that's a great strategy. Better to make everyone feel really comfortable than like stick to a script. Totally, totally. And from those interviews, I just took the best pieces of tape, things that were either really funny or really impactful. And then I sat down to write around the tape. And for me, that means queuing up some moody music, like maybe some Frank Ocean. Amazing, amazing. (laughs) And word vomiting until I find something I like. One thing I thought about in terms of the structure was how to tell the story not in chronological order. I kind of bounced around between the present and the past. And I think that kept the story alive, rather than having it slump along like, and then I did this, and then I felt this, and then this. And another thing I really thought about was how to keep it from sounding repetitive. I didn't want it to just flip back and forth from me to my family and then back to me. So I knew I needed more elements. And for that, I used music, some sound design techniques, and other pieces of tape like voicemails. Different textures of sound is so important. And I think that's really like what elevates your story to make it sound like it's ready for the radio. Actually, when one of the Education Desk reporters, Alyssa Nadworny, and I visited you in Colorado after you won, we FaceTimed your mom for a long, long time, maybe like an hour, to get some texture to the story and also to talk to your amazing mom. Hey, mom. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm just bragging about you on Facebook. (laughs) she's such a proud mom she could really talk about you forever I remember thinking like what a cool mom to just be very open about her whole self and whole life I know Alyssa felt similarly and finally asked her about it what was your reaction when she first called you to say that this was going to be the topic of the latest story I was surprised that that's the story she wanted to tell. I didn't know she was laying in her room, staring at the ceiling, wondering what this guy was like. (laughs) Because it was just kind of how I had children, and I didn't know that it had such an impact on her. Which is crazy, because I really was just staring at the ceiling and wondering, like, all the time. (laughs) And who wouldn't be? Like, it's such a big part of yourself, and now it's this mystery. And throughout the podcast, we start to uncover the truth, and then... I know. (laughs) You have to know what I'm going to ask. I know, I know. (laughs) The ending, the ending. Yeah. (laughs) I'm scared the answer to everything will be no. 
but for the sake of the story, I'm going to be brave. Thank you for calling California Cryobank, a Generate Life Sciences company. If you are a new or existing donor sperm client, press 1. Thanks for listening. This podcast was... You just leave us hanging. I know. We need to do an update story soon. (laughs) And we can now because Anya will be joining the education team in the spring as our intern. Yes. So excited. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. So before we end this, we like to leave these episodes with some concrete takeaways for students. What are your biggest tips for students just starting their podcasting journey? My biggest advice is not to get too wrapped up in the fact that this is for NPR. It can be nerve-wracking, I know. I really wanted to impress the judges. I mean, some of the people that judge the contest are like radio celebrities to me. But I couldn't let myself worry about whether they'd like what I was saying or not. And if I did, I think I would have taken out a lot of the best and, uh, least kid-appropriate parts. So don't think about what the judges would want to hear or what kind of podcast you'd think they'd like. Basically, don't tell your story for the judges. Tell it for you, for your community, for your family, or your friends. And that's the only way that it's going to be powerful and truthful and funny and reflect all of the awesome storytelling that you can do. Amazing advice from Anya Steinberg. Anya, will you stick around to help me with the credits? OMG, yes, of course. So that's our show for today. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NPR underscore ed and subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date on this year's student podcast challenge. Our college competition opens on December 1st and the high school and middle school competition opens January 1st. So go get ready. Today's episode was produced by Sequoia Carrillo and edited by Steve Drummond. Our music is by Sam D'Agostino. I'm Anya Steinberg. And I'm Sequoia Carrillo. Thanks for listening to our show, and we can't wait to listen to yours.